want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
All right, we started off episode 208 with a brand new single from Order of the Dead. We heard the song Illusions, which is off of the upcoming Illusions release, which is due out on June 9th. Fun. They have a release show coming up too, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. They do. I can't remember the date offhand. And it will grab it before the show's over. Okay. Very ill-prepared over here. <laughs> you think we'd be on our shit. This is the first week that it's only been just the two of us. Yeah. But. Uh, and then we went into Tynes with a deep purple cover of Bloodsucker. Yes. Good times. Good times and <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Um, I have an interesting This Day in History that I think you might find to be fascinating. Okay. I think Brian might like this one too. All right, I'm listening. In 1953, on this day, the horror film The House of Wax, starring Vincent Price, opens at New York's Paramount Theater. Released by Warner Brothers, it was the first movie from a major motion picture studio to be shot using the three-dimensional or stereoscopic film process and one of the first horror films to be shot in color. Hmm. I didn't know this. Revolutionary. Yeah. Yep. You know, I just heard today, I was listening to Gimme Metal, and Dave Mustaine was on there boasting about himself. (laughs) That doesn't sound like him. (laughs) But he claims that he was uh, behind... The, the first creation of the 24 fret electric guitar. And I don't know if this is true. I didn't look it up, but. I don't know enough to have an opinion about it. So I'm trying to remember when I started seeing those. And it seems like it could be possible, but I don't know. Hmm. I wouldn't have attributed it to him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's completely a random thought. (laughs) Why am I saying this? I don't know. Um, So we had a fun couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. We had guests, guests, guests. And more guests. Yeah. And hopefully we have guests coming up. Yeah, we have some uh, stuff in the queue. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Me too. Um, You celebrated a birthday this past weekend. No, we don't need to. Talk about this. Thank you for staying alive another year. Mm. And I'd like to remind you the condition you were in last year this time. Yeah. Recovering from your hernia surgery. Mm-hmm. I know. I had to use a, <coughs> an orthopedic, uh, what was that thing called? That went on the toilet. It was, it was like a toilet extender. <laughs> so I didn't have to sit down so low. <laughs> That was that was not good. Yeah, it was even more fun than I had to put it on for you every time you had to use it because you still couldn't like pick it up or take it off yet. Now I know people probably don't want to hear about this, <laughs> but I remember. So I had a huge incision down in the groin area from this inguinal hernia. Yep. And after surgery, you're usually constipated, right? Yeah. And and I was, and I remember I hadn't shit in. I think 
six days. It was an alarming number of days. And I was horrified that this big cannonball shit <laughs> was going to come through there and pass through the incision area and just fucking wreak havoc and rip it open. But you, here you are. Somehow I survived. Yes. Live to tell about yep. it. I even, I even fell outside once. <laughs> After the surgery, remember that in the driveway? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's it's still uh, maintained for s- some reason. Yep. There's still pain there occasionally, but it's not like a bad pain. It's just, it's like, I just know it's there. Yeah. Which. But you're much better and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I let um, that go for way too long and now I'm done talking about it. Yes. We are done talking about it. Nobody wants to hear about your cannonball poop anymore. <laughs> Um, another fun thing, Criff also recently celebrated, uh, a birthday. Yep. And yep, we... Yep, turned 50. And <laughs> Happy 50th, Criff. <laughs> <laughs> we were invited to go hang at Jam Space mm-hmm. with Salako and Charmer, and mm-hmm. they just jammed, and it was the coolest thing it was. to me. Yeah. I loved watching it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was a... We were both exhausted, I think, from that week, mm-hmm. but it was a really nice way to like wind the week down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hanging with all of our folks. Yeah, yep, uh, it was cool. Um, all right, do you want to go into some songs, or do you want to go into some fun did you know facts? Um, let's play a couple songs first. Oh man, keep the listener waiting. Yeah, I mean, gotta gotta build that suspense you know yeah or else um, they'd be tuning out <laughs> what <laughs> uh okay we're gonna kick this segment off with threnody did i say that right i don't know ask them <laughs> you're asking the wrong person because i like literally fuck up every single name i think we're gonna go with it especially threnody. if they're like from overseas and English is not the language. Forget it. Yeah. Massacred. Well, we do our best. Yeah. Uh, the song we are going to play is Choking on Blood, and this is off of their latest release, Rid of Flesh, out now. And then after that, we're going to hear some very interesting music from Rainer Landferman with the song Kunstfall. And this is off of the Mean Wart in Diener Dunker Height, which is out now. See, you nailed it.
One thing I didn't mention before about the last artist, Rainer Landferman, for people that don't know, um, he sang for Bethlehem from 1995 to 1996. Hmm. And he has been the bass player for Pavor from 1987 to present. Wow. And I didn't know they were around that long. Yeah. I thought they... uh, popped up in the 90s like later 90s so when i first heard them but yep that's so that's a project that he's doing and it's it's pretty different yeah for sure all right you ready for some I'm of ready. my my facts yeah. I'm, i know you've missed these let's hear i'm em. sure everyone has they have just like your jokes oh <laughs> uh okay this first one i'm a little hesitant uh, to say because I'm scared people might burn their houses down somehow trying this, but apparently grapes light on fire in the microwave. Hmm. Yep, someone's going to try it and you're going to be responsible. <laughs> Do you have instructions? Um, well, it just says the, back in... This sounds like a TikTok challenge. No, no, <laughs> we are not doing TikTok challenges on this show. No. Now I'm debating if we should just delete this fact. No. <laughs> um, this is like Darwinism <laughs> in podcast form. <laughs> so this says scientists reported that the fruity fireball occurs as a result of the loose electrons and eons that cluster to form plasma when grapes get hot. I know you now you can sleep tonight. What do you know about hot grapes? You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, apparently, McDonald's once created bubblegum flavored broccoli <laughs> to make kids eat vegetables. Uh, they're bubblegum flavored broccoli, which the fast food chain developed in 2014 as a tastier version of the leafy green for children was a complete failure. What? <laughs> what is, is there a picture? No. I wonder what that looked like. I know. It says <laughs> McDonald's CEO Don Thompson admitted that kids were, kids were confused by the taste. And then they died of cancer shortly after. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, chewing gum is banned in Singapore. Hmm. Why is that? To keep uh, the city clean hmm. and orderly. The ban was established in 1992. However, in t- 2004, exceptions were made for therapeutic dental and nicotine gums. Hmm. Okay. Nice of them. Yeah. The average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it. And I call bullshit because that's how many CDs you have up in this bitch. All right, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding that in for a minute. Yeah. I could tell you had that in the chamber. (laughs) You're like, I can't wait to read this dumb fact so I can talk shit. Are you calling my facts dumb? No. Uh, did you know that lobsters have clear blood? Clear blood? Yep. No. Yeah. Don't don't uh, 
Donuts. Donuts. I thought some like crustaceans maybe. I, now I'm going to really show ignorance here, but what has, there's some, some things have, I thought there were like crustaceans had blue blood. Oh, well, so this says lobster blood is initially clear and turns blue when it hits oxygen. Okay. All right. And ours like looks You're blue. You're not that dumb. Ours looks blue until it hits oxygen and turns red. Right. And I think if I remember, it's because of the high copper content in, in the lobster's blood, I think. But I could be dead wrong. Uh, it doesn't say in here. No, I could be full of shit. Yeah, probably. Like in the old days, we would have cut that out. But I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Everyone can hear how dumb I am. <laughs> uh, did you know the first item sold on eBay was a broken laser pointer? Hmm, no. That's pretty disappointing, huh? Yeah. Was it was it sold as broken? Or did the person think it was going to work? Um, thankfully, buyer Mark Frazier was apparently aware of the fact that he was getting a broken laser pointer when he purchased it for $14.83 from eBay's founder, Pierre Amidar, in 1995. Hmm. All right. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I remember the old days when when eBay was around and Amazon was starting out. And like, I would always go to eBay for everything. Like Amazon was a pain in the ass. They didn't have shit. It took like... Yeah. It took like seven days to get your shit. And now it's crazy. It's like, like three hours later. Yeah. It's here from China. Now I look on Amazon <laughs> first. And it, yeah. A drone brought it in like yeah. two minutes. <laughs> um, all right. I'll read one more here. Uh, what do we want? Oh, this one's interesting. Kind of. Not really. But Santa Claus was given an official pilot's license in 1927. No. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, we'll, we'll end on a different note. <laughs> right. Einstein's brain was stolen when he died. Mm. I think I heard that. Is didn't, that better? Didn't they want to uh, examine it or something like that? Yeah, you probably saw it on the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, real clever. <laughs> um. I think it's time for a black mass. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm done. You're done? Yeah. All right. Let's go to some musics. We got a Adirondack black mass segment coming up for yes, everybody. Yes, we do. Adirondack black mass from Troy, New York. Fantastic label that we discovered recently. Uh, we're going to hear two tracks. Two bands. And two tracks. Uh, yeah. A, a track from each band. <laughs> Thought that blue blood thing was dumb. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> Plenty more where that came from. <laughs> and we want to thank Keenan for uh, hooking us up. Yeah, we actually met Keenan. Yeah. Um, at Photo City. Yes. The rotting in Rochester. Yeah, Fest. that was cool. Yes. Um. Okay. First up, Stare, with the song Vessel, and this is coming off their latest release, 18 Degrees Below the Horizon. 
out now. Then after that, Sculpture with the song Devoured, which is off of their latest release, A Horrifying Death, out now, also on Adirondack Black Mass.
Hey, what's your take on womb renting? Uh, I mean, that's the same thing as surrogacy, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That is. Um, Spain is in an uproar. Uh-oh. Apparently, a 68-year-old TV actress named Anna Abregon, I may be pronouncing that wrong. Maybe. Has shocked Spain after having a granddaughter via surrogacy using the sperm of her dead son. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that took an interesting turn. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, uh, there's a couple of... I mean, I, I can get behind some of this, but there's a couple odd parts of it. Um, so her son died of cancer in 2020. And apparently the doctors told him before he started treatment to to freeze his his sperm. I I feel like the doctors didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> but anyway, uh so <laughs> so he did and um she found a surrogate. Uh I guess surrogacy is illegal in Spain. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I didn't either. All right. Um Well, now I know the uproar part. Yeah, so they're they're uh they're not happy with her. But uh, also, the, the couple of odd parts. I, I could see, I guess, this is stra a strange story, but I could see someone doing this. But well, somebody did do it. She, <laughs> she named, her name's Anna. She named the baby Anna, which is a little strange. That is a little strange. Um, and it says that she began the surrogacy process the day that her son died. The same day. That seems a little weird, doesn't it? Um, I mean, I could, I guess I could see both sides of it. I guess everyone copes with things differently. Yeah. And maybe you're, uh, you're in a spot where you could relate with this. Um, I mean, I would not do something like that, but yeah, I mean, it is a little weird. But I also see, like, I think that was, like, an act of desperation on her part mm -hmm. to, like, keep her... Son's legacy alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could see this. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of, like, a weird scenario, but apparently she wanted to be a grandma and she made it happen. Mm -hmm. What do you think... Um What do you think is is less reasonable? Um, <laughs> the fuck just walked by our window. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what that was. Uh, the outlawing of abortion or the outlawing of surrogacy. Uh, well, they're two different animals. In my mind. Yeah. Um, I know this isn't, we try to steer very clear of politics. But, yeah. But I'm, I feel like the government little... has no place in either one of these issues. Oh, okay. So we're just diving right in. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, 
I personally could not ever see myself getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. But that does not give me the right to push my beliefs on to other people mm-hmm. in other situations. Right. And I don't think that Big Brother should dictate mm-hmm. those kinds of policies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. What about surrogacy too, though? I mean, like if someone wants to carry a child for someone that can't. I don't know why that's, again, I don't know why that's anyone's business. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. You know who else agrees? I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing.
That was Gargamel with the song Legions of Ganon, which was also the title of the 1998 demo that that came from. Gargamel was a short-lived satirical project uh, from Connecticut. Uh, obviously heavily influenced by early Arcturus. <laughs> I don't I enjoy that. I don't know. And uh I I stumbled across it again recently. <clears throat> so I used to I listened to it occasionally back then. Mm -hmm. And I was amused by it. Uh I think that was a project of two people, Jason Sukoff and Tony Espinoza. And uh Jason, I think I don't know if he still is, but went on to uh, play in Charred Walls of the Damned. He was also in Crotch Duster and some other bands. I'm not going to read all of them. But that's that. Cool. That's, that's your pantry for the week. I like it. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, I stumbled upon a really kind of interesting article on CBS News I thought you might find fascinating. Are you ready? I'm ready. Scientists use Beethoven's hair to study his DNA and uncover his health issues. Mm, that's interesting. So it goes on to say five locks of Beethoven's hair have been used to help uncover information about the German composer's health. Beethoven, who died in 1827, notably had several health problems and wanted his favorite physician. I don't know anyone that has a favorite physician. <laughs> um... Dr. Schmidt to give the public information on the disorder that caused his hearing loss. Mm. So if you don't know, Beethoven, I believe in like his 20s, mm -hmm. began losing his mm -hmm. hearing. Uh, Schmidt ended up dying 18 years before Beethoven, but nearly two centuries later, researchers were able to study the composer's health and publish their peer-reviewed study. Um... Scientists obtained eight locks that were believed to be the musician's hair through private collections and through DNA analysis, they determined five of the locks belonged to a single European male that they say was Beethoven. Sorry, you got to scroll down. Um, he had gastrointestinal problems. Mm -hmm. He... Had hearing loss. Um, they were unable to exactly pinpoint the causes of those issues, but during their research, they found that he had a hepatitis B infection that started at least three months before his death. Um, the, re the researchers say that the hepatitis infection, genetics, and alcohol consumption contributed to the severe liver disease, which led to his death. Hmm. <clears throat> It was a drinker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you take out of that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just kind of... I think that's about, about it. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, while the researchers could not definitively determine what caused his hearing issues, they believe several health issues could have been a culprit. Um... Pegat's disease of the bone, during which the body does not replace old bone tissue or complications from Crohn's disease mm. or 
ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. Man. He really went through the ringer. Yeah. But he kept writing shit. Yeah. Um, the article actually did kind of mention that he wrote a note that was intended to be a suicide note, but mm-hmm. he wanted to, fission, to finish his compositions. Mm-hmm. So he ended up dying of his ailments before mm. committing suicide. But I thought it's pretty incredible that, I mean, the dude died in 1827 and researchers like now Mm -hmm. are able to determine Mm -hmm. what he suffered from. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is cool. It's impressive too that he was decided to kill himself, but was so passionate about what he did that his, his illness took him out. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to live, I think. Uh, k- kinda. <laughs> With passion. Oh, okay. Yeah, that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> there's that. Are you, uh... That was Windows Defender. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, because we just saw something yeah. weird walking by our yeah. window last segment, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should play some songs. What? Avarice with the song Slaughter, which is their second single off their self-titled debut album Out in June on Uprising Records. And then it's off to Denmark for some Panzerkreist with a brand new song, Sabbath of the Rat, which is a single off of their upcoming release, which is scheduled to drop this summer on Emancipation Productions. <laughs> Oh! 
All right, we got tons of show announcements coming up. Yeah, it's getting busy. And I know I'm going to miss some, and I apologize. Please don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow, Record Archive, Favorite Happy Hour, mm-hmm. Metal Meltdown, mm-hmm. featuring Displacer. Yes. So excited. Every time we try to see these guys, life happens. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, life doesn't happen tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Um, then Thursday, the 13th, Morbid Angel, Revocation, Crypta, and Vitriol playing Montage. Mm-hmm. Then on the 17th at Bug Jar, we have Burn Dweller, Necrostalker, Goat Horror, and I Hate God. Um, then we have Displacer CD release show on Thursday, the 20th at Photo City Music Hall. Yes. Then we have Charmer. 420, right? Yep. That that is also the beginning of the new up, uh, season of Be- Beavis and Butt. Oh, cool! Thank you. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. But go uh, go to the Displacer show first, and then <laughs> and then, then we'll, check out Beavis and yes, Butt. Yeah. Uh, then Saturday the twenty second, we have Charmer playing California Brew Haas mm-hmm. alongside the Silence Broken, Absolution Project, and Jason Ferguson, and then June 9th, which feels like forever away, but it's kind of not. Montage Music Hall is the Order of the Dead CD release show with Hessian and Alien Autopsy. Mm. And I'm sure there's a bunch of shows in between all that yeah. that I've missed. Yeah. Um, we usually don't do show announcements like months out, but yeah. since we mentioned Order of the Dead yeah. and played their new release in mm-hmm. the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. we thought we should end with that tidbit of yeah, information. absolutely. And that's all I got. All right. That's all I got. We got two more songs, though. Yes, we do. Are we doing it? Let's do it. Brundark with the song Dead Marsh Revenants off their latest release, Those Born of Fire and Shadow. Then after that, Self God from Pennsylvania with the song God of Self. Coming off of the Born of Death release. Out now. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And what do trees say when spring arrives? What? What a relief. Get it? That's all, yokes.
Oh, oh, oh.